Good evening. Welcome back. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and with me tonight in the Man Cave to record Diz Dad's Podcast Plus number 30 are Tim Hicks. Oh boy, beans for dinner. Let me out of here! <laughs> and Willie Crocker. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. Oh my, never have I been happier that we record in separate states. Uh, so we've, we've been talking a lot about park stuff lately and, and we, you know, we were chatting before we started recording and thought, you know, we haven't talked food in a while. And the last time we talked food, it was relatively expensive food. So let's, let's talk about food for some of the cheapskates like us. Um, so tonight we're going to tackle our top nine, uh, quick service restaurants in Disney resort hotels. Uh, leave the parks for another time, but, uh, top nine restaurants in Disney resort hotels. Now, before we get to our top nine, we do need to say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsors. Uh, mouse master travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and would love to help with your next Disney destination vacation as would wicked mouse travel. Also an authorized Disney vacation planner. Either Wicked Mouse Travel or Mouse Master Travel can be found at their respective websites, uh, wickedmousetravel.com and mousemastertravel.com, and they will help make your next Disney destination vacation a possibility, right? Uh, it's tricky to figure out some of these things right now, and the professionals will help make sure it gets done right. Uh, and then, of course, if your next Disney destination vacation takes you to Orlando and you happen to have little ones, uh, Kingdom Strollers is the place to go. They're Orlando's premium stroller and crib rental vendor. Uh, KingdomStrollers.com will take care of you with uh, equipment that is always in good repair and cleaned well uh, and will make your maneuvering around the resort with small children whose legs get tired walking multiple miles a day um, a lot easier. Sanitized for your protection. That's right. Uh, All right. Take care of your, you know, take care of the sponsors because they take care of us. Uh, okay. So quick service dining. Um, I mean, overall, this is a category where once upon a time, it was really hard to find edible quick service, especially in a resort. But much like table service at Walt Disney World, quick service has come a long way. And um, it may, I think it lagged behind table service a bit. But, you know, more recently, I feel like quick service across the board around the resorts at Disney property have been, you know, much better in terms of of quality and um, consistency. And quantity. I feel like you get a lot of food nowadays at most quick service restaurants that we're going to talk about. That's true. That's true. And and more than just the, the usual burgers and chicken nuggies. Yeah. 
Now, that, well, and that's part of what I'm talking about, that, that we got, you know, much like the menus at the, you know, park restaurants and Disney Springs restaurants, really those menus have gotten much more diverse. I think that that's happened in the quick service realm as well. So let's go ahead and get rolling and uh, let the King of Chicken Nuggets get us started with uh, one of the top nine quick service restaurants on your list, Willie. My one of my favorites, if not my favorite, is Contempo Cafe at the Contemporary Resort. They have an amazing Chicago style roast beef sandwich. They also have some great flatbreads and it's very easy and conveniently located in the contemporary. If you're staying at Bay Lake, you can take the bridge right over. And in the contemporary, it's right next to Chef Mickey's and all the shopping galore that you want to go to. Okay. So uh, Willie gets the uh, Contempo Cafe at uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort on the board first. Tim, what other resort quick service restaurant belongs on our top nine? All right. Well, I will agree with Willie on the Contempo Cafe. That was on my list, too. I really um, uh, have had good experiences there. But my favorite, hands down, of any quick service place I've tried so far is at uh, the Geyser Point Bar and Grill over in the Wilderness Lodge. But not just the Bar and Grill. You have to go outside to the lounge. Okay, so um, the lounge is out by the the fire pit where the kids go and roast uh, marshmallows, but they have most unusual food there. And my favorite thing that they have is shrimp on a wire is what they call it, shrimp on a wire. And uh, they bring out this uh, brass touring that when they take it off, they've actually um, uh, lit some a couple of wood chips in there where it, where it smokes the um, – uh, the shrimp and it is just the presentation is awesome the flavor and the taste is awesome and you know it's it's for for disney uh, uh quick service it's reasonably pr- reasonably priced and a really good experience yeah now i think we got to be careful here because it's a little bit of a hybrid situation there at, at geyser point because uh, i'm fairly I, I don't know for sure and and you might know better than i although i'm not you, you usually don't use a dining plan um so that might not be on your radar but um I'm not sure that the lounge items are quick service meals on the dining plan. Um, I don't know that they are. Yeah. So, but the nice thing is that you essentially share a seating area with the, the geyser point uh, grill. So you can have people using those quick service dining credits for things from the, the quick service, which also gets really positive reviews and also have somebody get something from the lounge that you're going to pay out of pocket for. Right, I'm trying to think uh, what I've had there. Um, the crispy fried oysters are really pretty notable. Um, and okay, so uh, where Willie is the chicky nuggy guy, I'm the one that is looking for the the unusual things that right. you can get. You know, when when you least expect it. So. Uh, you know, on the the flip side of uh, uh, Geyser Point, you you've got fried oysters, you've got um, uh, things with uh, portobello mushroom that you wouldn't have expected from a quick service type place. Yeah. So no, that, I mean, yes, that's definitely totally. true. I'm a drink guy at that place. Yes. Well <laughs> said. Well, where am I not a drink guy? I know. But, <laughs> but I don't, there's nothing there to eat there that I looked at the menu besides a cheeseburger. So. Well, I, I'm going to put one on the list now. Uh, you know, this is 
the kids are off uh, asleep now, but but I'm going to go ahead and and take their vote because I know what it is. Um, and that's the Sasagula Floatworks uh, from Port Orleans French Quarter. Um, you know, it goes on on their vote just based on the beignets alone. Um, fresh beignets, really hard they to beat. Over everything. Yeah, I mean, it, they've been known. At one point, they were given a choice to stay at Port Orleans or a deluxe resort, and they chose Port Orleans because you couldn't walk and get the beignets from a deluxe resort. So Your kids have great taste. Yeah, powerful, powerful vote there. Um, but I, I would add that there are a lot of really great things on that menu, and I love that it's a moderate resort, but it's got – Items on that menu that are that you know carry the theming through. I mean, you get a very definite New Orleans flavor from the the food there, and and so it's a little bit different. Um, and as Tim was saying, you know, it's something that's not just the chicken nuggets that you get every place else. There's some some unusual dishes, and um, really really enjoy it there. Tim, what's what's a second restaurant that you would put on the top nine? Let me think. I think um, my next choice would be at the Polynesian, the um, uh, the the Oasis Bar and Grill. It's just the pool bar, but you can get some good stuff. Again, you can get stuff like calamari. You can get uh, an avocado wrap. You can get fish tacos. Again, something that's not just your basic burger or taco uh, burger or um, chicken nugget. So. Um, when I think I think quick service, I think does pool bar really count in that? But I'm going to count it. I mean, you, you can disagree if you like. Don't they come? Doesn't the food come from Captain Cooks? You know, I don't know. Which I, is right next door. Yeah, I'm not sure because I, I think they may have a small prep. Captain kitchen. Cooks is is awesome. Now there you go. But it's, I think that that's where the food come from. But that isn't considered a quick service. Yeah, it is. It is. It is? Yeah. yeah. Captain okay. Captain yeah. Cook's is the oh. quick service for the Polynesian. The Polynesian. Corrected. Yeah. And you can get Tonga Toast there. Oh. Now you're talking some my language and uh, some of the Disney language. Except yeah. the only thing missing is it doesn't – well, two things missing from Tonga Toast at, at Captain Cook's. One is it doesn't have the strawberry sauce. Correct. And two is um, it doesn't have metal silverware. Right. You have to use plastic silverware. <laughs> it's not easy it's to eat Tonga Toast well with plastic silverware. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just, well, I'm just, I just pulled up their menu. Okay, what else have they got? They got the Tonga Toast. The fried rice. For a long time, they were the only quick service that had sushi um, because, you know, the Polynesian had uh, the sushi bar up upstairs um, you know, next to Kona. Um, and I, I believe that they still are the one of the few that that has quick service sushi that's made, you know, locally. It's made right there at the resort instead of yeah, from I mean, the central kitchen. You know, I, that's that's my bad. I didn't associate the uh, that pool bar with Captain Cook's. So there you go. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to add another one to the list that's a, a favorite of mine. Again, because of unique menu items, um, the Mara over at Disney's Animal Kingdom is fantastic. And I, I love it because 
they haven't given up, right? They haven't, they haven't given <laughs> in and become generic. They, they still serve some of the items that are, you know, straight off of the buffet at Boma almost. Um, and, you know, that's their, their breakfast. You know, every, every resort has a bounty platter, but the bounty platter at, uh, the Mara has, you know, mealy pap and, um, uh, well, what's the name of the spicy tomato stuff? I forget the name of it, but it's really tasty and it mixes good with the, with the mealy pap. And, oh, it's a great alternative for breakfast to it's the, the African salsa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. Chuck, yeah, I can't yeah. say it. Chakchuka. I don't want to mess up the, no, not yeah, Chakchuka. Base. That's not it. That's Chakchuka is, it is Middle Eastern. Like CHA. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Um, I'll find it. But not to have and, and, and I'll remember it because, because there's actually, um, it shares a name with my favorite wine at Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, Resort. Well, that should be easy to remember. What so is that? I, I will find it. It's like Chakalaka or something like that. Boom, Chakalaka. Exactly. That's why I think thought I remembered it. Um, they don't they also have a like that vegan chocolate cake thingy? I'm trying to think what. Well, they have the they do have the um, the zebra domes. Um, are available at the yeah, Mara, which is a nice little bonus for adults uh, at least. Something else. It's a it's it's a cocoa spice cake. Oh, okay. Uh, good question. I'm not sure if it's on the menu. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was because, like I said, it it, it seems to me a lot to be sort of like the. Uh, it, it's like they they do highlights of what's at what's at Boma at Mara, in some ways. Zebra Dome's big plus. Yeah. Um, okay, so Willie, what's the second one that you would put on the list? My second one would be uh, Roaring Forks at Wilderness Lodge. Um, we found that place a long time ago when we were staying at the cabins, and they do a lot of pasta, a lot of bread, like another more flatbreads. And you can eat outside by the pool, which is really nice. They also have some small dining areas inside. But there's a lot of ways to um, cater to picky people, which I like. (laughs) (laughs) We also found that they had Mickey straws, the plastic straws shaped into Mickeys that were 99 cents at one time there. By the way, I I did finally look, and it is Chakalaka is the the spicy... Tomato stuff, yeah. Ooh, chocolate. Um, all right, uh, yeah. Roaring Forks, um, you know, kind of an old standby. We've had had heard good things about them for a long time. Um, okay, and uh, let's see, Tim. I don't, I don't think you've uh, had the opportunity to go first in a round yet. So, what's the third uh, and final quick service place that, that you want to add to the list? Well, generally speaking, I would say if you pulled out the list of of quick service and and looked at anything that said uh, anything other than American, you'd probably be on a uh, on a good trail. But <laughs> I would think there is a place over at uh, the Yacht Club. It is an offshoot of the um, Ale and Compass, which I find to be really quite good for table service. But it's the market. At Ale and Compass, so they're they're getting the food from there, and that is actually really good. Yeah, the market at Ale and Compass is an interesting spot, um, and I don't know that I love the reconfiguration of those, you know, 
smaller dining places at, at Yacht Club from the most recent renovation. But I, I have to agree that the market at, at Ale Compass, you know, is, is a solid entry. Um, I just feel like it kind of took away from Cruise Cup. Yeah, it did. I agree with that. But, you know, but it's still, you can still go get a really good cube in there. There you go. I like it. All right. Uh, so, Willie, what, what's your last nominee? My last nominee is Landscape of Flavors at um, Art of Animation. I, I've really fallen in love with that place. I went there on an agent education program, and I did not realize how many options they have there and so many great food choices. Like you had talked about the breakfast and then the lunch offers from fettuccine Alfredo to multiple things that are just very, very good. And you can be picky there like I like to be and get, you know, even like chicken sandwiches and things or, you know, the bounty platter like you talked about at breakfast. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, one of the more creative, I think, of the quick service and especially for um, a, a value resort. Um, exactly. Hard to come by. And it's large, too. Yeah. It's got a very big area to eat at. So the the last one for me was a was a, a difficult decision because um, you know I knew it was the last one on the list, but um, I'm going with this one because I think that they do a really good job both in terms of of food quality and service level, um, and that's Primo Piatto, which is the quick service at the new uh, Riviera Resort. Um, the food's kind of okay, pricey. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I mean it's kind of pricey for quick service, um, but I, I feel like they earn it. You know, um, the, the food did hold up to the higher price. Uh, and, and there was, I felt like an extra level of service, like even at quick service, they, they had cast members that were coming around and checking on you and making sure you had everything you needed. And, uh, it really was sort of a, a a level, a cut above what you would generally get from, from a quick service experience. For opening weekend, they were very well staffed and had everything going very well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I think you bring up an interesting point, which is I, I'll be interested to see whether they keep it up because um, we've seen, you know, restaurants go both directions. Depend, you know, they, they, they do great opening week and then, you know, one, it, it, yeah, it, it could go either way, right? I mean, e- either they keep it up or somebody in accounting says, well, you know, yeah, but you have, you know, too, too many servers per shift. So, you know, you got to get by and do the same thing with, with, you know, half the staff, all of a sudden, what was great service isn't so much anymore. Right. But, but they also get points for, you know, tasty and interesting food. Um, you know, it's, it's in, in fitting with their French Riviera theme overall for the resort. And, there's again good range of options. You know, there's there's a, a Riviera burger, which is is grilled portobello, um, Swiss caramelized onions uh, on a brioche. So the Riviera burger has no burger, <laughs> but uh, you know my son doesn't eat hamburgers. He would rather have a grilled portobello. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got a croque monsieur, they've got uh, a harissa spice chicken salad that I did not get, but the person at the table next to me got, and it looked really good. 
and her, anything with harissa is going to have a little kick to it, a little spice um yep. and uh, uh i think yeah i had the the bacon cheddar burger which was a solid choice their their prices really aren't that bad i just looked it up and i mean it's it's like 13 or 14 dollars which is normal quick service uh, yeah i mean the bacon cheddar burger is 14.40 right which feels about two dollars high. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, probably. But still. But, but I mean, and 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 to be fair, it, it is an elevated dish, right? I mean, it's not, it's not the same burger on the same bun. It's a brioche roll, so it's a higher quality roll than you usually get. Um, you know, you get. Uh, uh, it's not just ketchup from the packet, right? It's it's a garlic aioli. Um, Better be putting some grilled onions and mushrooms on there. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, herb fries, Romano and herb fries, which are really good. But, I mean, realistically, it's not that overpriced compared to other restaurants. That, right. You know, the one downfall I will say to that restaurant location is not the best. It's pretty right. painful to get down to. Yeah. Yeah, and and I have to say it'll be interesting to see how they handle layout under the current restrictions. Situation, yeah, yeah, because it's it's a it's a fairly tight space as it is, and um, the traffic flow in that space will be tricky, especially the hallways because those hallways are not wide. Yeah. All right, uh, so we have our our candidates now. We've got our list of nine. So I'm going to run back through our our top nine list, and we'll see if we can put them in a definitive order. Uh, We have. Contempo Cafe at Disney's uh, Contemporary Resort. We have Geyser Point and the Geyser Point Lounge at uh, Wilderness Lodge. We have Sasagula Floatworks at Port Orleans French Quarter. We have the uh, Oasis Bar and Grill uh, and Lounge and Captain Cook's, that whole sort of quick service complex uh, at the Polynesian. Uh, we have the Mara at Disney's Animal Kingdom, or at, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, I mean. Uh, Roaring Th- Forks, also at Wilderness Lodge. Uh, the Market at Ale & Compass over in the Yacht Club. And uh, Landscape of Flavors, which is our only um, value resort nominee from Art of Animation. And the newest restaurant on the list, uh, Primo Piado at Riviera. Um, I don't think it's any surprise that the majority of these are deluxe resort quick service. Um, does seem to to be a, a cut above most of the time. So, um, Willie, I'm going to toss it back to you. Who's your nominee for number one? If we include Captain Cook's, I would put Captain Cook's with number one with the Oasis only because there's so many good options there and breakfast, lunch, and dinner have so many great choices. If we don't, I have a different answer. I mean, I think it's reasonable to take them together. It's a similar argument as, as we made with Geyser point that, you know, the food's coming out of the same kitchen and it's, you know, frankly, right now there are no dining plans. So, No, I'm not aware that you can get shrimp on a wire any place other than in the lounge. I could be wrong about that, but 
that's the only place I know that you can get it. But oh yeah, I, I'm 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 with you, Willie. I I I think uh, you got to include Captain Cooks with that because that's my own bad. I didn't really connect. Well, with no, it. And, and and the thing is that that the lounge, you know, uh, to not to get too much talking about Geyser Point, but but my understanding is you can order lounge food in the quick service space. Right, they have two menus is what it looks like to yeah. me. They have a lounge menu and they have a bar menu. Or a quick oh, service quick menu. Service menu. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's just the presentation of the of that particular dish. I don't know that they could really pull that off in a quick service style or well, quick no, no, service. No. Yeah, that they have to I think that one they may have to serve outside even. Yeah. But the crab cakes, that's a whole other thing. Right. There you go. Uh, all, all right. right, so so do we have any argument with Willie for Captain Cook at number one? I mean, are, are you suggesting that, that Geyser Point belongs ahead of uh, Captain Cook slash Oasis? Uh, I say it runs a it runs very very close. I, I I wouldn't say it necessarily takes over Captain Cook at the number one spot, but I think it's very close. I tell you, I found I have met more friends that i'm still friends with like on social media sitting at artist point then i are um, geyser point geyser yeah. point please, then i have a captain cooks or, <laughs> and or, i totally or, agree because geyser point is more of a hangout place captain cooks is more of a get your food and go out to the pool at that really cool pool area yeah, get your stuff and get out yeah <laughs> there's no food there's no seating in there there's like 12 seats Right. It's terrible for seating. Right, which to me is the biggest strike against it. Um, but frankly, when you if you're going to include the Oasis pool bar, it helps balance it's it like a little bit. Front. Right. <laughs> so you know, I, I can see the argument. I I don't know that I'd put it there, but um, I can be persuaded. Come on, commit, commit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, I'll give you Polly, but then I get to nominate number two. Now you're two, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so if that's number one, I'm going to say for the second spot, I, I'm tempted to jump to Sasagula Floatworks, but I I think it's a probably a little soon for that. Um, you know, there's still some misses on that menu. Uh, so instead, I, I'm going to suggest that the Mara belongs in the number two spot. Uh, just consistently good, great variety, and you know they've maintained their authenticity. And they're open late night. Yes. That's a big that's a Which is true of Captain Cook's too. Plus. Right. But I mean, like, that's a huge plus. At 11, 30, 12 o'clock, you can get real food at nighttime if you're hungry. Oh, what was it? Primo Piata closed at like 10? 10. 10. It was terrible. Crazy. Yeah. That was that annoying. Lost opportunity. Yeah. All right. So, Willie, we've got a, a one and a two, unless somebody's going to argue with me about. Uh, Mara. It's Tim. Oh, I that's right. I'm not going to argue, Mara. I'm All right. not going to argue, Mara. No way. All right. So, yeah. so what, what are you, what's going to go in the three slot, Tim? Uh, Piazza Piero. I've not been there, but I'm going to take your word on that based on the descriptions you were giving me. Um, <laughs> that's one that I feel like I need to go try. I need to go try this place. Because it's, it's not something that Willie would eat, therefore. <laughs> well, I, I went there and I got a bottle of wine. A bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. you ate grapes for dinner. I had grapes. Right. <laughs> After we left Italy. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Hey, you know, we were just traveling around the world. <laughs> All right. So, so if that's three, uh, 
Willie, you have a, a nominee for the four slot? Um, I, oh gosh, I'm stuck on a couple places and I, I think I'm going to come back to Geyser Point because I think the servers there, the food there has always been good. The location is way above most places you can ever go. Oh, yeah. Like location, location, location is key to that place. And you've I've never had anything bad there from the drinks all the way to I mean, I know I've only have a cheeseburger, but it's still been very good and quick, great service. So I, I have to go with Geyser Point. Yeah, I mean I, I think that, that that's probably the right choice. And you know, I've heard here, here's the thing about Geyser Point that always surprised me, and I, I haven't had a chance to eat there yet, but but the feedback I'm getting on it and have been getting has been so consistently positive. I have yet to have somebody come back and say that the food they had there was bad, which is really unusual. There's always somebody who has something they didn't like, and sometimes it's just that they chose poorly, and so they didn't like it. Correct. But but I've never had that come. You know, I've, I've not heard that about Geyser Point yet, and it's been open long enough that I would expect to. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, to me, that says a lot in their favor. Um, well, I'm going to suggest that the fifth spot here, uh, is where Sasagula Float Works belongs. Um, you know, it's, it's got unique offerings that you're not going to find other places. Certainly the decor is not going to compete with, you know, Geyser Point or even Captain Cook and, and, you know, being on that pool deck. But, um, the, the variety of food is great. The quality is good. And, the unique items. Um, I will say, however, I think I've mentioned this before. I love the beignets. Um, I recommend skipping the beignet Sunday. It, it, it's an interesting concept. It just doesn't work. Um, because as soon as you put ice cream on a fresh beignet, first of all, the ice cream starts melting because the beignet is warm. And then the beignet dough gets really chewy and like gummy because you've just dunked it in, you know, cold milk, cold milk. Right. right. Say, it, it, just, it, and, the, and the oils congeal. You know? Right. Yeah, it's just, it's like paste. Yeah. With, it, oh, it, it's, it's hard to even cut. Um, just not an enjoyable experience. Uh, you know, you know, if you want ice cream and you want a beignet, just get ice cream and a beignet. Don't get a Sunday. <laughs> right. Ask for a bowl. <laughs> right. Exactly. The other thing I will say about, um, that restaurant, the quick services, it's always pretty empty because the resort's not that big. So you don't have to like stand around for an hour waiting in those zigzag lines because most people don't know it's there unless you're staying at the resort. We know the resort's not that big. Yeah, no, we were the oddballs who, you know, made our, our, uh, you know, room request or a building request at, at Riverside based on the fact that it's right along the path to, French Quarter <laughs> to get to it, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, people are wanting to get near Old Man Island, and you're you're wanting to get near the beignets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a man with his priorities. You fools, be near the beignets. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, so if if Sasagula Floatworks is number five, we're halfway through the list. Uh, what's number six? I'm going to, people may disagree with me, but I'm going to go with Roaring Forks for number six. 
I mean, it is what it is. What it is, it ain't what it ain't. But uh, what it is is not bad stuff. It's pretty good. Not unusual. Here's, offering, here's my quibble like, with whirring forks. Go for it. Five years ago, I would have agreed with you. I, I feel like, and and Willie, you can argue with me, but I, I feel like roaring forks took a step back when geyser point opened and that you know i don't know whether geyser point took some of the talent that was working at roaring forks away or if just the split attention has changed things but i just feel like it doesn't it pales in comparison which is the problem or do you think they just gave up i I don't think they gave up i think i i know what aaron's talking about it's like the chef like took his ball and went home with a couple things <laughs> and brought it down to, you know, guys are point because yeah. there are some things there that are just out of this world. But then there's things where you're like, we just quit. We, you know, it's like, and I love roaring forks. I would go there tonight if I could get down there, but it's, it, and it is one of my top nine restaurants, you know, quick services I would eat at tomorrow, but I would, I would put a restaurant above it just because you and I had the same one on our list of Contempo Cafe. And oh, I no, found see, that... I would argue with you about Contempo Cafe for a different one. Yeah. <laughs> for a different reason. But, but I mean, I, I still love Roaring Forks. It's just Wilderness Lodge has so many great food options nowadays that something has to skimp down a little bit. I mean, it sounds terrible, but. that's tr- No, no, no. I think that's true. I mean, yeah. you can go to four different places and get amazing Here, Here's food. my problem with Roaring Forks. I mean, I'm looking at this menu now, and it just feels like it doesn't have any direction. It's like all over the place, you know? I mean, the the items individually sound pretty good, but I can't figure out what the unifying thing is here what the theme of all of this is i mean how do you get from 10 hours smoked pulled pork to bratwurst sausage to chicken and waffles to gourmet grilled cheese well, at least they're different not <laughs> standard burger and chicken nuggy fare I, I, i'll give them credit for the creativity i just feel like there should be something that ties it all together and maybe I'm asking too much of a quick service well, restaurant. They also, they, they also. I mean, I don't know if it's not there anymore, but they used to have the flatbread every day and the pasta. Right, they still day. do. They still have the the flatbreads. Um, and um, let's see. I'm not sure they still have the pasta or not. I'm not seeing the pasta. Right, but I mean, it could be the like you know the daily special. Right, right. Um, I mean, the chicken and waffles. It's it's a little weird for Roaring Forks, but. You know, you're you're in the wilderness, not in the south. Well, and they're they don't really work. Butter and maple syrup. Well, and they're and they're you know they're they're those Mickey Belgian waffles. They're not. Those aren't the right waffles for chicken waffles. Right, chicken and waffles is supposed to be the big fat waffles you can pick up with your hands. Yeah, yeah. You fold them, devour the chicken. Exactly, exactly. And get soupy all over your hands. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I. you know, there we're we're we we're through. You know, two thirds of the list. I we're we're splitting hairs here to some extent, but um, I don't know. Uh, 
you may have a point, you know, that, that five years ago, that might've been the better choice, but you know, I, 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 I can be persuaded. Yeah. Well, I mean, my problem is I'm not sure what I'm putting up ahead. Um, right. Really? What, what, what's, okay. what's going to, what's, I mean, like landscape of, you know, well, landscape of flavor. Now it's, I think landscape is an interesting thought. Um, just because it's got more variety than any other quick service. I'll give it that. Um, I feel like it's one of those places that gets downgraded a little bit because again, it's a little bit of lost potential. Um, you know, they have these stations, they have them set up and they've pulled back from offering them all the time. So a lot of times, you know, the, the sort of like build your own, uh, noodle bowl thing and things like that are, are pretty much gone. You know, you used to be able to, to pick and choose your ingredients and they'd, you know, do them up there and, and, you know, put them in the container and it was great because it was always fresh and hot and they just stopped doing it. And I don't know whether it was because they didn't sell enough of it or that it was too labor intensive or, or what, but a lot of those customizable things that I thought made it a real standout have kind of gone by the wayside over time. And I think that's because like, like you said, the people kept ordering the pepperoni pizza and the cheeseburger and the pasta sat there and just waited and waited and waited and it became a waste of space. Right. Which is unfortunate because it was so much better than the pizza. It was cast aside. Um, so, you know, with that in mind, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to veto Roaring Forks at six. If, if between the two of you, you're good with it, but I just felt like it was worth looking at other options. Oh yeah. And I mean, we only have four options, so it's not right. like we, so what are we saying? Timmy, leave it. All right. Yeah. The Roaring Forks will stay at six. Uh, now, Willie, did I hear you nominating Contempo for seven? I I think Contempo is up there, but I'm going to change my mind and go to Landscape of Flavors. Okay. And yeah. mainly because there are some options there that Contempo doesn't offer. I love the you know, the Chicago style steak and cheese at Contempo. But I think I admit I took the Skyliner over to Art of Animation while you were sleeping after you did Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> right. Just to eat breakfast because it was, I knew I, have, I was going to have a good breakfast there. Yeah. And I've had it there a few times and I was very impressed. Only reason I did was I knew I could get a Skyliner mug, but at the same time, I knew I could get a great breakfast there and it was amazing. And then we met up again for lunch and we hung out Right, and it was fun. No, I mean, I, I think that, that it's a fair point. And, and again, the, the flexibility that you have, because it is a, you know, the benefit of a value resort that has so many more people is that it's a bigger space and they can spread out and offer more different kinds of options. And they, they still, you know, even if they've pulled some of my favorite things, they still have a broader selection than you're going to find at most other places. Right. It's, value a category. Large, it's a large restaurant area. Any arguments, Tim? Nope. Not for me. All right. Nice. Well, Tim's on board, so we're down to our eight and nine. Uh, so either uh, Contempo or um, what's the last? Oh, uh, the Market at Ale and Compass. Um, and I, I got to say that between those two, I, I would put the Market at Ale and Compass at eight easily. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I mean, after all, that was my nominee, but yeah. 
<laughs> and Contempo was my one. And here it falls all the way down. Well, now you said, you said it wasn't your favorite. It was just your first it was nominee. Just, right, exactly. That works. All right. You know, I think there's a couple of honorable mentions, though, that nobody talked about at all. Oh, I'm sure. Well, let's, um, let, let's, let's, let's wrap this yeah. up real quick. So the, the yep. eight is, um, is Alan market and Alan compass nine is contempo cafe. So the, the definitive top nine list is from one to nine. <clears throat> uh, Captain cooks and Oasis bar and grill, uh, lounge at Polly. Number two, the Mara at animal kingdom lodge. Number three is, uh, Primo Piatto at Riviera Resort. Number four, Geyser Point Lounge and Geyser Point Grill. Uh, five, Sasagula Floatworks at Port Orleans French Quarter. Six, Roaring Forks at Wilderness Lodge. Uh, seven, Landscape of Flavors at Art of Animation. Uh, eight is the Market at Ale and Compass. And nine is Contempo Cafe. Um, and I think for me that works because Ale and Compass you know what it what it loses from having a pretty limited menu compared to Contempo. I think it it takes on quality and sort of creativity. It's interesting stuff. Um, Agree. And and um, frankly, the market of nail encompasses never made me sick, and Contempo has. <laughs> well, there's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's another story <laughs> for another podcast. <laughs> Restaurants were have made me Restaurants sick. Restaurants were like sick. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so so let's let's real quick just talk uh, about a few honorable mentions. You know, things that um, you know might have made the list, but for whatever reason. Well, we're surpassed by other things. So, uh, you know, maybe if we each had a, a an honorable mention that we would include, uh, this is a good time to to bring them up. Oh, I would go with the bakery at the boardwalk. Mainly, I didn't choose it because I don't find their lunch slash dinner options to be as much of a meal as the breakfast. And I find their breakfast is way better than everything else. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the word bakery to me means, you know, like donuts and things like that. Not, Oh, I can't wait to get the ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Right. Yeah. No, I but think I mean, that's a good it's point. Got great breakfast food. Right. Right. How about you, Tim? What, what's on your honorable mentions since you were wanting to talk a- about them? I've got a couple. Do you have one that that's on your mind? Well, Aaron? go go ahead with your two, and we'll see. Well, my the first is one that I've not been to, but looking it over, it kind of surprises me because it is at the Grand Floridian, and that's a Gasparilla. I've been to but Gasparilla, I, and it would definitely go on my honorable mention. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good quality food. I would think the reason it didn't get brought up is just because the menu is somewhat limited in in what what they have to offer, at least for lunch or dinner. Yeah. Um, it's also not where we all stay all the time. Right. I mean, like it's, we, it's, that's where you go to, to ooh and awe and then you leave. Awe, right. Well, and, and it's in a weird spot, right? Because a lot of these really other quick services, if you're visiting a resort, you could still go to their quick service and you know, you'd find it right away and, and eat Gasparilla grill. You have to go through the main building and then it's like, in one of the outer buildings, 
So it it, it would be and unusual to stumble across it if you weren't looking it's for it. It's work to get to. Yeah. And, and if I was going to do that, I would sooner go to the pool bar at um, at the Grand Floridian because I have had excellent experiences there. Yeah, you know, just saying. Yeah. No, I I can see that. And the other thing is not really, I don't think considered would would be considered quick service, but the lounge at Sanaa at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, I have spent many hours in that place, and I think most of the offerings in the lounge are, you know, uh, uh, eligible for um, uh, Disney credits. I'm not 100% certain about that, but uh, yeah, I would I would go sit there just for the bread service, you know, and I. Assuming that you can or would eat the non, right. but yeah, I, I absolutely love that. No, I mean I think that one counts, and and it counts for a couple of reasons. It's all the things you said. Plus, uh, you know, Disney has added some kind of quick service items, um, especially for breakfast there more recently, just to give folks in the the um, uh, Kidani building an option for breakfast because they didn't have anything you know, before that, the best they could do is offer like burritos at the, um, at the, uh, sundry shop on your way out the door. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, for that alone, between that and the bread service that's available, um, I, I do think it makes it a viable option. It, frankly, it's downside is that it's, it's very much out of the way. And, oh, you yeah. know, if you're not staying at Kidani, you're probably not going to go find it for quick service. But if you're staying at Kidani or even Jumbo House, it's worth the trek to oh, yeah. to go downstairs and check it out. Um, you know, if if not only for, you know, the 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 quality service and the and and the bread service dish, but you know, also being able to be able to you know being able to get out there where the animals are, and at nighttime you can get the night vision goggles and look at animals and stuff like that. It's it's that's my home resort. That's why I, that's why I put the plug in for that. Right. That's <laughs> my home DVC resort. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Um, you know, the, the only other one that, that I would even think about, uh, really, you know, adding to what we've already talked about, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, might be worth mentioning, uh, uh, Riverside Mill Food Court, which is the, the, um, you know, the Riverside version. Um, I think I don't like the, I don't like Riverside, their food court as much as I like Sasagula Floatworks. Um, I think that it's more, it's more generic than it's more fast foodie. Yeah. It is. Um, uh, right. Service. It's like, it's good, but it's not great. Right. And it doesn't, it's not, doesn't feature as many of the unique items like you'd find it at French quarter. Um, so that that was the only other one that was kind of on my short list here to mention. Um, I'm sure there are others that we're forgetting, but hey, that's our list. So, uh, you know, you, you've heard what we think. You've heard of our favorites. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at disdads.com. You can email us individually and tell us that we got something way off base or that we were completely wrong. Um, you know, when you need to correct Willie, you can email him at Willie, W-I-L-L-I-E, at WickedMouseTravel.com. Uh, and when Tim m- messes something up, you can email him at, which is frequently, <laughs> email me at Tim.Hicks, it's kind of a long one, at FantasticMemoriesTravel.com. 
And when you've got nice things to say about the show and want to compliment us, you should send that to <laughs> A-J-R-I-T-Z, A-J Ritz, at DizDads.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from y'all. Until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Rittmaster, with my co-hosts, Willie Crocker. Have a wicked wild night. And Tim Hicks. See you real soon. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Only you can pull that one off. <laughs> oh. I don't play damn testing one three five seven nine. And uh, one from Willie. Testing two, four, six, eleven, thirteen. Okay, I'm so proud. You know double digit numbers even. Moving on up. Okay, well, I can only count to three, so we'll start recording <laughs> in three, two, one.